0: Well, I mean, here we go. You know, it's uh, it's been a while. Too long. Two weeks. Two weeks to be exact. Two weeks too long. But it feels good to be back. It does. Great. Welcome to another edition of Leadership. Lean in. But I'm leaning to the side. Lean in. <laughs> Where we are leaning into the subject of leadership, trying to get just a little bit better. We uh, can only promise progress. Mm. We cannot promise perfection. We can only promise, as promised, progress. Uh, We're getting a little bit better. We're leaning into the subject. Thank you to everyone that subscribes, likes, comments, shares. Uh, the lean in, uh, or as we call them, the leaners, they are a ferocious bunch. Ferocious. They are. They, they, they are. They. They consume content of all kinds of leaders. They're readers. They're kind, godly. Everywhere I go, people say to me, "You know, I'm a leaner," and I love it. I That's can't amazing. get enough of it. Uh, we are a good four years into this podcast, maybe oh, five. Pretty five, crazy. Five yeah. years in and we just get a little bit better. We we're not the smartest bunch in the whole world as this introduction is clearly outlining, but <laughs> <laughs> we are a curious bunch. And to yes. be a leader, you got to have some some curiosity about you. You got to you got to wonder. I'm reading right now this morning I was reading the book of Ecclesiastes. Mm. Solomon is writing he's like I studied it all I just tried to figure it all out. It's all meaningless. <laughs> so comforting. <laughs> That's not my conclusion. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, we are trying to understand uh, how to be the best leaders possible. So we're going to jump in in just a moment. I do need to mention, I we're being joined. Wanster uh, is behind the camera, a face built only for radio. Uh, <laughs> Nate... <Jeez>. Nate <laughs> <laughs> Nate the Great is is here to give a good amen. I noticed that people in the comments love to acknowledge your right or amen. Yeah. Or wow. one One word. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. in there. People love that. <laughs> and then we are joined today. This is your first time being on? It's my first one. Wow. Wow. The great Rob Osborne, heralding from the state of Illinois. The great state. Nope. Of Illinois. It was uh, just, uh, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. It was sweet. Yeah, uh, you took that liberty, not us. yeah uh, I do love a lot of people from Illinois. Some of my favorite people, best friends, are from the state of Illinois. It has given us great things like Michael Jordan, originally from North Carolina. But um, Rob Osborne leads our college here, our leadership college. Yes. You can't be on the podcast unless you're leading something. Mm. Rob is engaged to be married. Yes. Wow. It's
1: October. October the what? Give me the date again. The
0: 14th. It's a Friday. It is going to be off the charts so much fun i can't believe it. your fiance is for my wife and i and our family as great of a person as you're ever going to find you uh i don't know what you did my friend she is the greatest and we're so ecstatic for both of you guys it's going to be an amazing uh next what is it that is that in six months yeah five months S- five months away it's Crazy. gonna be amazing wow. five months Getting ready, getting married. What a fun season. So fun. Um, we love this guy, the Robster. He is my pickleball partner. True. It is true. We have won a lot of pickleball games.
1: And Nate has never won against
2: us.
0: Is it true? Well, oh, not against you guys, but
2: I got one off of you the other day.
0: Did you where where me were and Tommy. we Tommy? Is you and, and
2: Rich against me
0: and Tommy. And we you beat me and Rich? Mm-hmm. Wow. Not I a two out of three, it. but we got to. Oh, game. Oh, before. okay, okay, because that's what we're talking about Yeah, okay, here. okay. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. so okay. Nadal, did he win the okay. match? Or are we talking about <laughs> he lost the game? Okay, it's a moral so, victory, okay? It's a moral so victory. So that was an indulgence that we will quickly bypass. Nate has never won... Right. And uh and Rob and I we did lose that day to Rich, I think you and I we lost. We did to because we and... played for
1: three hours. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. That's what it
2: yeah, was. Yeah, you went on making excuses too. <laughs> Rob. Totally. See, I just took it. I ate I ate it. But...
0: You, you are a big excuse guy. Anyways, um, <laughs> start saying that. <laughs> um Rob leads our college. We're excited. This next fall we we, we want to invite everybody. Come be with us. Yeah. Fall semester. In Los Angeles. There's just nothing like L.A. By the way, today is voting day here in L.A. We're getting a new mayor. Mm -hmm. The two things that are kind of circling around us that need leadership, our new mayor will bring leadership to. And that is the homelessness crisis. That's right. And that is crime. Yep. And I have all the confidence. My vote is in with a guy that I think will fix the problem. And we'll get back to the narrative that L.A. is the greatest city in the whole right. world. We have the best weather. We have the best food. Hands and I We're just uh, across the pond, as they say. We we're in Europe. And, you know, you just can't find better food than L.A. Cannot. You can't find better food. We have the best food. We have the best coffee. We have the best people. We have the best weather. I always think people that want to leave LA, let me just get on my tangent for a second. People that want to leave LA and save 10% in taxes and live in wherever, Austin, Nashville, Coeur I don't care. <laughs> have your 10% tax break and enjoy yourself in Brentwood, Tennessee. <laughs> I'll be in Brentwood, Los Angeles yes. at the blue bottle. Yes. At the farmers market. And I'll <laughs> gladly pay a 10% more tax to enjoy 75 it. and sunny every day of the year. Same. This is it's a cold day. I'm in a hoodie. It's 75 today. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna be 83 on Friday. 82 on saturday and we're gonna drop down to 81 on sunday oh, so let's just <laughs> calm down everybody let's see if 10 in taxes i'm a leader that's so right. make your way to zoe leadership college that's exactly right in summary all the college students are like taxes <laughs> yeah. what are taxes <laughs> most of them are, are are filling out the turbo tax as we speak anyways <laughs> ZLC starting this fall, and when I say fall, in this era we mean August. Mm-hmm. How did August get lumped into the <laughs> oh. fall? It's always so strange to me. Very true. Yeah, my kids start school like their school year is like August 15th. Yeah. And I always I think, started in September. After Labor Day weekend. As yeah. God has Chinden. chosen the calendar to be correctly <laughs> obeyed. And these kids, these poor children that we're trying to raise in the ways of God have to start school when it's still August. <laughs> Nobody should be in school in August, not even the colleges. It's true. It's a tough life. Okay, today we are talking about culture. And one of my favorite lines about culture, Craig Rochelle says, culture eats vision and strategy for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I love that because culture, as you and I both know, uh, it is not what we say. Culture is what we do. Culture is behavior. And culture is not what we put on the walls. It's not what we write up on the banners. Culture is what's in our hearts, how we live our life. I always think about culture. Culture is learned very slowly. Mm. You know, so I can get it in theory, but I don't always have it in practice. Right. It takes a while for me to go, oh, I see it. I can acknowledge it. I can see it on the wall. I can see it in their behavior. But how do I get it in me? Culture is that thing I always think you got it. There's culture that's in you that you're trying to get out of you bad culture that you inherited from somebody. This is a proverb for me. Be careful. You hang around an angry man. You're going to learn his ways. Mm -hmm. I am who I hang with. Mm. So whatever leadership I'm under, I become. Whatever they're like, I'm like. So the culture is that thing. I got to be careful because there's some people I got around. I became like them inadvertently. And now I act like them. Mm -hmm. Well, So I got, there's culture that's got to get out of me. There's culture that's got to get in me. So I got to get with the right people, that's the law of attraction. I got to get with the right leaders so that I can be, by the way, this is another proverb. If you want to be wise, get around the wise. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, you know, if you want to be great, you got to be around great. And so culture is this thing to me. I'm fascinated with culture because there's good culture. There's bad culture. There's struggling culture. There's uh, 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 like very enticing, attractive culture. Uh, for the organization that we lead, our culture is very strong. Yeah, we know who we are, we know our mission, We know our vision, we know our values. We know who we are, we know who we're not. We make no apologies for our culture. We make culture the bad guy, mm. right. Mm. I always think pe- people get it's themselves really in a lot of trouble because they they lead out of preference. Mm. So it's always based upon the preference of the leader. I always think to myself, I got to get out of my preference and I got to get into our culture. Mm-hmm. So that you just paint clear parameters, clear boundaries, clear expectations. This is our culture, and then you, I got to live up to that standard, and I got to call everybody else up to that standard. If somebody doesn't, you, the culture is the bad guy, not right. not the individual. Right. So I. I think that, you know, I just want to highlight a couple things. I think everybody needs in their culture. And the first one is I think in every culture, people ought to be the passion.
2: Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Just Any organization, line. any church.
0: It doesn't matter what yeah. you lead. It could be coffee. Mm-hmm. If it's not about people, you're going to end up losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if it's, I'm taking a quick drink. If anybody wants to say anything, feel free to indulge. Cause I'm gonna take a little swig here. Swig.
1: Well, I think it's great because I think everything that we do, whether we're pouring a coffee, whether we're holding church services, or I mean, whether we work in a doctor's office, everything that we do is for people. Yeah. So if your passion is not people, then it will all be in vain.
0: Well, I think this is where a lot of people get themselves in trouble in leadership because if it's about a result or a bottom line, you're willing to use people Mm. to get to your bottom line. Mm. Right.
2: I remember when, when we first started Zoe, when the culture wasn't what it is now. Yeah. I remember, you know, some of the conversations we have now are not the conversations we were having then. Right. There was no culture to protect into police. Right. You know, it took a long time to, to get to that place where all of a sudden now the culture can be the, the bad guy. Yep. You know, I think what you're saying is so good. It's like, now that we do have clear lines, mission, vision statement, it's like all of that, we can point, point it to
0: that. Instead of going like, Hey, I feel this way. It's yeah like, no,
2: we're potted into this
0: culture right yep yeah, yep yeah, you know? that's exactly right, and I think that you know we we can sometimes as leaders any most great leaders are very ambitious and they're driven and they and they're 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 wired to achieve, they're wired to ascend the hill mm-hmm. and uh it's like that old saying if you if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go with people, mm-hmm. go with somebody and I think that we miss out on the greatest blessing in life if we lead by ourselves, and we're just that lone ranger that just like, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to no apologies. I'm going to work hard. And it's like, who's next to me. Mm, Right. And that is the thing that you cannot sacrifice. You don't want to get, you know, I was talking to a guy recently has Uber success, crazy, a whole different field, whole different industry. He's at the top of his totem pole in his field. And he was, he's gone through some hard times and he's like, who cares if, if I make all this money and, um, I have all these friends and all this stuff, but my wife hates me, my kids Mm. hate me. And I don't even like myself. I think the lie of leadership sometimes is going like, if you get these results, it will make you feel like this about yourself. Wow. And I always think that the greatest times in life are never by yourself. Mm. They're with community. Right. They're with friends. Yep. So I think you got to make it into your culture. Like, what what makes this company great? What makes you know, uh, clothing to coffee to restaurants to hospitality to schools? It's all people. Mm. People make a place. Yep. So make people the passion, and the people that go. I think that people are smart enough to know when they're being tolerated. Mm, totally. They're very in tune. The intuition of people, I'm cared about, or I'm just another number. Right. And so make people your passion. The second one that I think is really important is being led by priorities. So you got to have a passion for people and then you got to know what are the priorities of our leadership? Like what are the, I think you, did you use the word non-negotiable already? No. Yeah. i love, I love the, those two words together are non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. These are what drive our leadership our culture, but these are the priorities. So I'm going to make sure that we always have budget for X, we always have time for X, we always make sure that the priorities of you know because the uh, Craig O'Shea was saying this a couple podcasts ago. I don't know if we have we we haven't aired the Craig Show one yet. Not yet. He's gonna he's gonna say this. The more spoilers. Su- <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> right. <laughs> the more success you have, the more options you have. Mm. And that to me, when he said that was, it just resonated because if you, if you're not careful, what you'll do is you'll get, you'll, you'll go, these are our culture. Your culture so good. It'll get you to this place. And then that's when people try and change. Right. And it's like, no, the priorities that got you here, the non-negotiables, the disciplines, mm-hmm. the devotion, the, whatever it is, the time management, the money management, the budget, the Th- those priorities are what allow you to have even greater success. Mm. So I think w- what happens is when we lose our priorities, we get lackadaisical. When we lose our priorities. We start living off gift. When we lose our priorities. We start, we st- we start making decisions that are like, you're getting out there, you get into a place. You're like, I don't know if that's what it got you here. I think the right priorities are going to get you there.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Right. Does that make sense? Right.
2: Yeah. And I think when someone's new to the organization, it's most clear, you know, when they're off priority. Yeah. Everyone's excited about this, the fundamentals, what to us, you know, might be clear, the exciting things. But to someone new, it's like, oh, I want to focus on this. And have you thought, have you thought about that? And it's so far out of the priority. Right. And it's so important for culture to go, hey, this is, again, going back to culture of the bad guy. Those are great
0: ideas. Yep but the priority here if we can take care of these then okay and i think it's very tricky you know for like any 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 person especially a leader you know you've changed five times in the last 2 years mm. maybe in the last year so how do you keep your priorities consistent while you're ch- you're evolving
2: yeah uh, uh, let me ask you this question if you know if the leader is missing the priority mm the top is missing the priority. How do the staff, how do, you know, what does that look like for someone to lead up and go, Hey, I don't know if this is.
0: Yeah. I think that, yeah. First of all, how do you ever lead up like that? That's just always a tricky, it's always a tricky thing. I think, you know, that's where to me, I would use a reference of like when Paul says to Timothy a scripture, he would say, you set the example. So you don't have to be the top of the organization. You have to be the oldest. You have to be the standard Mm. of, of priority. And so you, if somebody, if you're a leader that's listening to this podcast and you're you're under someone that isn't modeling the culture or isn't adhering to the priority, that you don't go and correct them in my opinion. Right. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, you know, so-and-so. I think you just model it because I think that stands out. Mm. Yeah. But I think priorities are such a big deal because your no is more powerful than your yes we've talked about this but when i have the my priorities in order it's like i know what i can say no to because i i already i've already determined what i say yes to right that's right so all these opportunities that appear and all these great things they're all great they're all man i'm thankful but because i have my priorities in order i don't have to be at everything i don't have to try and be everything I can just run my race of the life I'm trying to live and the leadership I'm trying to lead by, because my priorities are in order. And I think what I what I see, especially right now, culture's so shifting; it's so fickle. I heard a term the other day: people are in our world, people are fidgetal. Mm. <laughs> that's what? so good. Great word. Yeah, they're fidgetal, they're fidgety, and they're only digital. In our sphere of influence, in our little church cul-de-sac, that's what we're dealing with. So priorities are not in line because people are fidgetal. Mm, mm. This one week based upon the weather, based upon the news, based upon what's happening, based upon how I feel, based upon my relationships. So it's like, I think you get You're going to live. It's going to really delay your destiny if you stay fidgetal. Mm. Yep, You've got to live by priorities and write those down. Make a list of five to ten priorities. I have a priority with what I do with my money. I have a priority with what I do with my time. I have a priority to do about my health. So on and so forth. What are the priorities of your life? This that's that's a really big one. The next one I put down is you gotta have a major commitment to excellence. And I love excellence so much. I'm big on excellence. I talk about this all the time with our with our team because I think excellence speaks. Mm. Excellence talks. Excellence shouts at people. When I go to Disneyland, it's not Mickey, Mickey Minnie, and Goofy that's shouting at me. It's the excellence. <laughs> right, I walk down right. that main street and I look at the way that the trash is being swept up, and there's no garbage anywhere, and the signs are great, and the the team is in uniform and unison, and the the the, the, the ch- choreograph, choreography? choreograph choreography choreography choreography. I was like. In my head. What is it? (laughs) Say it again. Choreography. Choreography is seamless. All of that excellence talks to me. Yeah. The only other place I've been to that has even a rival of excellence, in my opinion, is the Masters. And you go to the Masters and it's like just your experience to buy merch is excellent. Or buy the the, the sandwiches or whatever you just, it's it's not just the grounds. And it's not just the workers. It's all of it excellence speaks so does a lack of excellence mm-hmm. a lack of excellence in proverbs the book of proverbs the guys like i i went by the lazy guy's house they talked to me right the weeds were talking to me the the, the mess was talking to me all the, so when you are a leader that leads out of excellence people feel the spirit of that mm. they can sense wow this place is in order these people have prepared you I always think about as an orator When you get up and talk, people can tell, do you know what you're saying? Yeah. Mm. Do you know where you're going with this? Have you thought about this? Are you, you know, do you always have to go back to your notes? Mm. But when you're prepared, it's like that excellence speaks. That's right. And I think that's what I love about when I go to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Man, Chick-fil-A talks to me. (laughs) When I'm in line and they come up to my window and they got the thing right there and they're, I'm, I'm 12, 13 cars back. They're taking my order and I'm paid and I pull up. They got, I mean, it's by name. Yeah. Oh, Chad, here you go. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I think what hurts so many leaders is that they admire excellence, but they don't know how to live out excellence. Mm-hmm. Excellence is in the details. Excellence is in the small things, crossing every T, dotting every I, you know, I used to love when I was a youth pastor. I used to love to go on a Wednesday. I would set up all the chairs in perfect order. I would make sure every you know row would match with the next row, and the gap was perfect. I'd vacuum the floor. I'd vacuum the stage. I make sure all the cords were taped. I would make sure all the graphics. No, I mean, like I was into yeah. the details, and because I I knew these young people are coming in, it will talk to them. Mm. But but not only that, if a principal walks in the door, yep. mm. I always thought if a parent hangs out in the back, they'll they'll trust me with their kids mm. because they know this guy, he's taking it serious. Right. He is prepared. And I think the excellence is that thing. Don't skimp on the details. Right. Don't skip on the little things. I. I, I it's amazing to me. So many people want it easy. Mm. Nothing's easy. <laughs> right.
2: It's easy. It's it's either easy now yeah. And hard later or hard now and easy later. Mm. Nothing's easy. It's never going to be easy all the way through.
0: Yeah, we're so afraid of work in our culture. Yes. we're
2: uh, People are allergic to work. Do you see the Elon <laughs> Musk email that went out? Yeah. To the staff? Show up
0: or don't. Or hey, done. 40 hours. What a novel a concept. <laughs> you know, I just read this Bloomberg article this week. And, you know, we're in the midst of the great resignation. And, and it was talking about how the employee has never had more demands and yeah. ne- never had a, more, power. A, a, more power, more leverage. And when I, when I got done reading, I was just thinking, wow, it's just a generational thing. Right. We're afraid of work. We're allergic to work. I've never been a part of anything great that didn't cost me. Mm. I've never Mm -hmm. done anything in my life that didn't require a lot of work. Mm. You want to do a conference? A lot of work. Mm -hmm. You want (laughs) to write a book? A lot of work. You want to build an organization? A lot of work. Yep. There's nothing. and, And I think that it's not just about the work, it's about the excellence attached to it. Right. Mm. One of my favorite scriptures, Colossians 3:23, "Everything you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord." Mm. That always reminds me, I am not working this hard for a paycheck. I'm not working this hard for a man. I'm not working this hard for my spouse. That's right. All of my work is to bring glory to God, and mm. work is a gift from God. Work is a gift from God, so God gave me this job. It's a gift, I'm graced with it. So because I'm graced with it, he's watching my stewardship. Mm. He's watching my diligence, he's watching my devotion, and he's watching my excellence. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story about Daniel. The king looks at Daniel and he sees Daniel and it says in uh, Daniel six, he sees that he has an excellent spirit. Mm -hmm. So we know that it's not Disneyland, the trash cans and the uniforms that speak to me. Or the master's palmetto sandwich. It is the spirit of excellence right. that is shouting at somebody. Right. And I think when you are well spoken, when you are well read, when you are well studied, when you are well, you know, presented. It'll talk to somebody. It's like when you invite somebody over to your house. Yes. Like when you, if you're hosting something
1: at your house, you make sure that every counter is cleaned off. You notice every speck. you know, you get the goo gone out and you start wiping off all the counters, but it's like, they would never know that you did that. Yeah. Because when they show up, it's like, I want them to show up and know there's no distractions. That's right. I'm just here to serve you. That's and it. I think that that's how everything that we do
0: should be. That's you exactly know, right. Excellence speaks. Excellence. will talk. And, and excellence, I think, creates a great reputation.
2: Yeah, I remember when I was in in Bible college with in you were over at Bible college, and I was a young knucklehead. Now I'm an old knucklehead, older <laughs> knucklehead, we're still knucklehead, yeah, older. Yeah. Yes. And I remember you gave me this book to read mm. about excellence called Fred Factor. Oh, I love the that Fred book. Factor, and it's this mailman. Wow, that was a who, great one. Yeah, it's a short read. You should yeah. read it. Yeah. And one of the chapters in there is called the extra extra mile Ooh. and it's you know hard work work ethic that's the extra mile yep excellence is the extra extra mile man and it's not enough to work hard because you can work really hard and not be excellent at all that's right but it's going that next step to make sure everything is clear you know excellence it's disneyland the masters excellence is so loud because there's not it's not busy yeah it's it's loud because silence is loud that's right In that same way you that's know, right like you don't notice the stuff and you're like i've never seen this before that i just see what i'm supposed to see
0: i just see what i'm Whoa. supposed to see that's so good it's so true and i and i want to encourage everyone that's listening is just you know what do you have to do to go the extra extra mile mm. yeah uh fred factor that was such a great book great that was book. a classic yeah man that was a great one right, the the last one i think about leadership and about culture Should we do Oh, yeah, a let's let, 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 let's let's jump into a sponsor real fast and then we'll come back and we'll give the last one that you need in your culture. Trade Coffee. Right now, trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus. Free shipping. Watch this. When you go to drinktrade.com backslash L L I which is, you know, an abbreviation for leadership lean in. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for. In, in Paris, they would say gratis. gratis. In Spanish, they would say abril, I think. What? What's free in Spanish? Gratis. Oh, I was saying Spanish, right? I said gratis. In English, it's just free. That's 40 <laughs> cups of free coffee. Get started by taking their quiz at drink. Trade.com backslash L-L-I and let Trade Coffee find you a coffee that you will love. That's DrinkTrade.com backslash L-L-I for $30 off. And don't forget about Father's Day. Father's Day is coming up. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Father's Day is around the corner. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life, a.k.a. Dad.
1: Happy Father's Day.
0: That's it. Trade coffee, L-L-I. Love that. Trade, you know, so trade the coffee. Okay, so (laughs) exchange it. The last one I think you need in your culture is you need generosity. Mm. Generosity, we say around here, generosity is our privilege. It's not a burden. It's not laborsome. It's not like, oh, I've got to buy them a coffee. Mm. (laughs) I've Got to, you know, pay for the meal. I've got to. Giving is contagious. Mm. First of all, in leadership, everything is contagious. Right. Attitude is contagious. Uh, toxic culture is contagious, but so is a positive culture. Right. We, just watch, we, we, you know, anything that you walk in, it breeds more of. Mm. That's why I'm so afraid right now of gun violence. Mm-hmm. It, 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 these mass shootings in our country, because it just, it's a ripple effect. Yep. Mm-hmm. As soon as you start having that on the news, it triggers other 18, 19, 20-year-olds you know to do the same and so it's a scary it's a scary time that we live in Mm. we need to pray for our 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 country but generosity is this thing when it gets in the water when it gets in the air when everyone's generous with compliments generous with Mm. encouragement generous with time you know, just, you know, just scheming ways to be generous, sending Venmo, sending, you know, door sending Postmates, sending Uber gift cards. When it gets in the, it's just like, that's how we operate. And I think the, the, the scary thing for me is when people don't operate in that and then they start to get selfish. Mm, mm. They start to get stingy. Yeah. And when you get that, when people start to look out for their own, I really believe we were not wired just to take care of ourselves. Mm. Yes. Yeah. We have, it's in the DNA of us. We've been created by a generous God.
2: Yep. Right.
0: When God gets in you, the first thing he does make you generous. Mm. You go from this selfish knucklehead to this selfless servant that fast. It's so good. Yes. It's just what happens. Yes. And now you're like, how do I help? Mm-hmm. How do I serve? How do I add value? And when that is a part of your culture, when generosity is in the air, when generosity is in the water, that to me is where things start to, the lid just lifts off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's no limit to giving. You know, when you limit your giving and you, you know, one of my favorite scriptures, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. But if you sow generously, you reap generously. That's right. So I always think, what kind of world do I want? Mm-hmm. Do I want a little world? Mm-hmm. Then sow little. Mm. if i want to live in a really big world and have a lot of friendships a lot of a lot of life a lot of opportunity then then my world is a reflection of my sowing, because i cannot reap what i do not sow that's right so how could i how could i reap platform if i don't sow platform Mm. think Mm. about that wow how could i reap opportunity if i don't ever give opportunity wow Mm. that that's that's just your life yeah how do i how could i reap loyalty i never give loyalty that's really good. Generosity is our, it's a privilege to give these things and nothing worse than a leader that gives with a record of it and nothing worse than a leader that gives with a string attached to it. Right. 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 I'm keeping my receipts of how much I gave you and I got a string cause I'm one day I'm going to pull you back. Cause I'm going to, I, we live in a, a, a city, Los Angeles is tick for tack. Hmm. Los Angeles is an exchange city. Yeah. It's a trade post. Yep. You give me this, I give you that. Yep. I, I, had to, I had to learn that the hard way. I When I came to LA, I just thought, man, everybody's great. <laughs> everybody's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm getting all this free clothes. I didn't realize free clothes meant you posting about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that, you know, like you give me a, a seat at your restaurant because you want to see that church. All right. yeah,
2: the, the clearest form of this, you're walking on the promenade, and someone gives you a CD, yeah. they say it's free, but that thing's not free. No. That right. thing needs a donation. And that, you know, it's in Los Angeles, maybe especially, but I have a feeling this is probably everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's a, you know, manipulation and generosity can look really similar. Same. It, I always feel like I'm being manipulated when you are over-insistent yeah. to be generous. Take this. You need this.
0: You need for
2: me to give this to you. That's right. I'm like,
0: "Ah, actually, I'm way good. That's exactly right. When generosity is pure, the motives of it, the gift of it, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. It's the way that God loves us and God serves us. Mm. He does it whether we love him in return or not. That's generosity. And I think that when you can get that in the culture, generosity, hey, I'm going to buy you lunch. You don't ever have to buy me lunch. Yeah. Hey, I'm to take care. Hey, I wanna, I wanna I wanna give you a compliment, and I'm not fishing for a compliment. Right. I'm gonna be loyal to you, and I don't need you to be loyal to me. So I just think that when you can get this in your culture, what wow. it breeds is trust. Mm. It breeds relationship. It breeds momentum. And a lot of people lose it because I think right now, more than ever, again, another spoiler, Craig Rochelle said that when you when <laughs> you're gonna hear it, he says this is the hardest time in COVID. Yeah. Right now is the hardest time. The hardest time to be a leader right now mm. and i think one of the reasons why is because people are looking out for theirs mm-hmm. right i got to i got to self-preserve i got to take care of me and mine i got to, you know just people gone through so much and i think what an opportunity to be generous yeah mm. what an opportunity to step up and be a leader mm. so if the leadership is the greatest felt need how do you operate as a leader you got to be generous mm. yeah right. you got to give a little bit more you got to go the extra extra mile and when that happens, everybody's guard goes down. Right. Think about the wall that was probably up when they were all hungry. And then Jesus turned some, some fish and some bread feeds 5,000 plus the women and the children. And they got 12 baskets of leftover. I think they were probably, all, it, it di- the mood swinged. Yeah. 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 Generosity swings the mood. Yep. Right. Generosity makes everybody, you know, just lifts the, lifts the whole place. Yeah. Right. You know? I, I I I think that you gotta scheme. Generosity is not that thing that you just wake up in the morning, and you're like, Let's go. Right. You gotta think about it. You gotta right. plan it. You gotta be intentional. You gotta you gotta take time. What are we gonna do for so and so? What are we gonna send them? What how can we help these people? You gotta you you gotta get other people to speak into the idea, other people to speak into the project. And the more generous you are, the more of, of an opportunity you a- have to add value. Mm. Yes. That's what generosity is. Yes. at the end of the day, generosity yes. just helps me add value to the situation, to the project or to the person. Right. And that's what, that's what leadership is. If we want to be great leaders, we need to be looking to add value. You cannot be a stingy person to add value. Right. Right. You have to be a generous person. And we know the world of the generous gets larger and Larger. 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 All right. Well, (laughs) last thing I'm going to say, we have a brand new book coming out. Womp, womp, womp. Let's go. New book. It actually comes out August 2nd. Let's go. So we got some time. But I want to encourage everybody, pick up a copy. Get on our bulk orders. Yeah. And I want to encourage every pastor, take your church through it. Take your youth ministry through it worried about everything because I pray about nothing. This is been written to people that don't know how to pray. Mm. People that want to learn how to get, I love this, how to live with peace and purpose instead of stress and burnout. We cannot get out of this stress and burnout until we learn how to live in peace and purpose, which prayer activates all that. That's right. So this is the who, what, when, where, why, and how of prayer. That's really good. And so I want to encourage you order a copy for everybody in your family, everybody in your team. Read it as a team. I cannot wait. August the 2nd. They can pre-order. Pre-order right now. On Amazon and Target. And Target. Or just go to uh, our website, myname.org. And I think there's bulk orders on there as well if you want to do that. So cannot wait. August 2nd. Here we go. go. It's no October 14th. But close to it. But (laughs) close. Rob, I would say the wedding date is close to this. In proximity of Thank dates, but not in celebration. Yes, you're we right. We won't tell Lindsay you said <laughs> that. <laughs> we love you. We're, we're back, and we'll see you soon. Cut. Boom.